When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are listening to the E2C Network, where the Auburn family speaks. Hello, and welcome to War Horses, the only college equestrian podcast hosted by a legitimate Sports Illustrated writer. I am that Sports Illustrated writer, Auburn Elvis. Let's talk about some college equestrian. Meet Recaps. So, last week, all the Auburn fans were like, yeah, yeah, get to the Auburn meet, get to the Auburn meet. I want to hear about how Auburn did. Well, this week, Auburn fans are like, you know what, if you want to skip that part, that's fine with me. And it's all the non-Auburn fans listening who are like, oh, no, 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 yes, tell us all about that Auburn meet. So, here we go. First up, on Friday, top-ranked Auburn went on the road to Georgia. Now, the Tigers had just regained uh, regained the number one spot in the rankings after beating Texas A&M the previous weekend, and if Auburn could just beat Georgia, you know, they would close out the season number one and uh, number one in the SEC as well. But of course, Georgia had other ideas. We talk a lot about on the show how big of an advantage the home team has, and everybody knows that. Auburn certainly did. But Auburn should have enough talent to handle most of those disadvantages, you know, going on the road and all that stuff, or at least we thought that. The first event of the day was fences, and right out of the gate, you could tell that Georgia was ready for Auburn. I've said many times that Auburn has the best fences squad in the nation, but on Friday, Georgia held that title. The Bulldogs took four of the five points in the event. Uh, Georgia freshman uh, Catalina Peralta, I think that's it. Took the MOP ride in the event, and I don't believe we've talked about her before. You can tell by how I'm trying to pronounce her name. Um, But she should definitely be a rider to watch for the Bulldogs. So anyway, Georgia won that event 4-1. Over in horsemanship, Auburn had their best showing of the day. Uh, Auburn starts three All-Americans in this event. Olivia Tordoff, Deanna Green, and Taylor Searles. All three of them won their points. So with them, plus the uh, remaining pair of points that got split between the two teams, Auburn won horsemanship 4-1. to one. And uh, Olivia Tardoff got the MOP in that as well. So at the half, the meet was tied 5-5, to five, but the fact that Georgia had uh, stifled Auburn's fences squad meant the Bulldogs were really in control of the meet. Now, next up was equitation on the flat. Georgia threw out some really high scores here. The Bulldogs took the event 3-2. to two. Um, Auburn's Ellie Ferrigno won the MOP here, so that was a bright spot there. And so then, as we were looking at reigning, those points were about to come out, and the overall score was 8-7 Georgia. But the Bulldogs pretty much slammed the dang door on Auburn. Uh, They swept all five points in reigning, so what more can you really say? Georgia only had one score that was below 70, uh, which is the base starting score in that event. And in that particular matchup, the Auburn rider had a zero because I guess she went off course. So even in that one, you know, Georgia dominated. So uh, let's see, Georgia's Lindy Gouin was the MOP here, but I think it was probably a hard choice because like four of the Georgia Rainers all had really good scores. So 
So with that, the final score ended up being 13-7 in favor of Georgia. This loss finalized the SEC standings. Texas A&M ended up number one. Auburn ended up number two. Georgia is number three. And South Carolina is number four. This means that A&M and South Carolina will play each other in the first SEC semifinal, and Auburn and Georgia will rematch in the other one. Now, on to the other meets on Friday. Uh, We had Delaware State going to South Carolina. Now, I thought the Gamecocks would win this one in a close one, uh, but they really put put it on the uh, visiting Hornets. Uh, Delaware State was able to hold their own in fences. They tied that event 2-2, but the Gamecocks won all the others. Uh, the flat was a 5 nothing sweep, horsemanship went 3-1 to to the Gamecocks, and reigning went 2-1 to to South Carolina. There were a lot of ties in that one. So Overall, South Carolina uh, won this 12-4, and I think this closes the door on any reasonable Delaware State chance that they have to make it into the um, top 8 that will go down to Ocala. Also, the door for South Carolina, you know, maybe opened just a crack more for them after this one, although that door is still mostly closed for them too. Also on Friday, Sweetbriar rode against SMU in a jump and seat only meet. SMU won each event. They took fences 3-2 and flat 4-1. Hats off to the Vixens, though, because they did sort of make it close, and, you know, that's kind of the reason that they are the top single discipline team. We had another similar meet. Delaware State hosted Lynchburg. Lynchburg actually won this battle back in the fall, but Delaware State was ready for them the second time around. It was very close, though. The fences score was split 2-2. But Delaware State won flat 3-1, to one, so that's your 5-3 uh, victory right there. Then, Baylor traveled to Fresno State. Now, in the preview, I thought that Baylor should win this one, but I said that Fresno State was probably going to win it, because that's just what they do. Uh, and they did, by a lot, actually. Fresno State won uh, every event for fi- but fences, which went 2-2. Two to two. Uh, Fresno State won flat 3-1. to one. They won horsemanship 4-1, to one, and they won reigning 3-1. to one. So this win uh, basically knotted up the three spot in the Big 12 standings. And I think if they break their ties just like the SEC does, then the combined margin of victory between Fresno State and Baylor would come into play. And that would put Fresno State at number three. And they will um, ride against the host team, TCU. They're number two. Baylor is now slides down to the fourth seed, and they will face number one overall seed, uh, Oklahoma State. Uh, SUNY New Paltz called off their trip to California. Don't really know why, but basically there were a couple of meets they were scheduled in, and those did not happen. So on we go to Saturday. UT Martin traveled over to Georgia. Now, we thought this one was probably going to be a blowout, and it was. Georgia won everything. Uh, they took fences and horsemanship 4-1. to one. Then the flat four to zero. Then they swept reigning five to zero. So here you go again. Uh, Georgia's reigning squad looked real good. They were perfect for the whole weekend. So good job to them. Uh, UT Martin was hoping that maybe if they could upset Georgia, that that could you know help their chances of leapfrogging Fresno State in the standings. But after this loss, the Skyhawks' only real chance of getting to Ocala is going to pretty much lie in uh, them winning the ECAC tournament, and they're also going to need Fresno State to probably lose at least their semifinal meet uh, over in the Big 12 tournament. So we'll keep an eye on that as those draw closer. Next, let's look at Texas A&M at SMU. Now, we knew this was going to be a tough meet for the Aggies. Uh, SMU took the early lead, but A&M battled back and then ended up winning the uh, day. Horsemanship and flat were first, and SMU won both 3-2. But then A&M won fences 4-1 and reigning 3-1. So that made the final score 11-8 for Texas A&M. 
Next, we had Lynchburg at South Carolina. This one was maybe a little closer than we expected. Uh, South Carolina won each event 3-2, to two, so uh, actually good job to Lynchburg for making it close, especially since this was a 5-on-5 meet, because um, that meant that Carolina's depth would give them a little bit more of an edge, but, you know, Lynchburg stayed with them. Moving along, Sweetbriar versus TCU. The Horn Frogs won this one just going away. The Vixens took one point on the flat, but they got swept over fences, and so the final was 9-1 to one TCU. Next, uh, Baylor at UC Davis. Baylor was able to bounce back after that big loss to Fresno State the day before, and then they took this meet 13-7. to UC Davis, um, they won fences 3-2, to but then Baylor took all the other events. Uh, Baylor won the flat 4-1, to horsemanship 3-2, to and reigning 4-1. to So this was a nice win for Baylor on the road. And that is all of this past weekend's action. So now let's listen to Kyle talk about the perks and the support and why we do everything over here at E2C. Hey, Auburn fans. I want to take a quick time out from this episode to bring your attention to something very special. Here at the E2C Network, we pride ourselves on bringing you the best content for Auburn fans out there. And best of all, it's free to you. But just because it's free doesn't mean there aren't costs especially when you have a library of hundreds of podcasts, videos, blogs, and more. Many of you have reached out and asked how you can support this network in the past. Well, now I have your answer. It's called the E2C Network Booster Club over at patreon.com slash E2C Network. There you'll find a membership monthly reward system where you can sign up for as little as $1 and get different perks at different tiers. Some of those perks include things such as apparel, eligibility to join us on future podcasts, recognition as an E2C network booster, exclusive communications, and bonus content that is available nowhere else. If you love this network and want to help us keep producing podcasts like this one, please head on over to patreon.com slash E2C network to join the E2C network booster club. You can also get there by going to our website, e2cnetwork.com slash support. Whether you decide to join or not, we are still so appreciative that you would support us by just listening and being here because each and every one of you is part of our E2C Network family. Well, that's it. Timeout's over. Let's get back into the episode. Meet previews. Now, I'm just going to say... None of these next previews involve Auburn, so I will understand if I lose most of my audience for this part. Uh, Auburn finished their regular season with that Georgia loss, and they're getting ready for the SEC tournament. And like, I even saw a photo of some of the riders out there staining the new deck that's uh, part of the, the lower flat ring, so everything's going well, and they're getting ready for it. So, But for the rest of y'all, if you are a fan of any of the following teams, you need to wake up and pay attention because y'all have a meet this week. Bridgewater College, Texas A&M, South Dakota State, UT Martin, Oklahoma State, Minnesota Crookston, Fresno State, and UC Davis. First, on Friday, uh, Bridgewater College is going to travel to Texas. They're going to face Texas A&M and Oklahoma State, who will also be visiting uh, A&M. Now, I'll say I don't think the Eagles um, is going to beat either one of these jumping seat squads, but I don't think they're going to get completely swept either. I think um, I think Bridgewater will get about two points from each of these teams. So Later that day, South Dakota State is traveling down to UT Martin. The Jackrabbits are tough at home, but on the road, I think the Skyhawks are going to get this victory. Um, they have a pretty good jumping seat at UT Martin, and I think that's going to be the difference in this meet. 
And so on we go to Saturday. Now the big meet of the weekend has just got to be Oklahoma State at Texas A&M. They're the two top teams in the nation. They're the top teams in the Big 12 and the SEC, and they're going to do battle with the winner, almost certainly taking the top spot in the overall national rankings. Here, I like the Aggies in a close meet. We've seen both of these teams be vulnerable on the road, and with this one being at College Station, I think that's going to be the uh, deciding factor here. Now, after that one, we have Minnesota Crookston riding against South Dakota State and UT Martin. The Golden Eagles are the only NCEA team without a win this season, and unfortunately, I think that's going to hold true for this weekend as well. There is a chance they could catch the uh, Jackrabbits in an upset, but I'm pretty sure the Skyhawks have got this one. So, you know, that's just how it is sometimes. Um, But other than them, everybody else has, has won at least one meet, so good job to everybody. Then in the final NCEA meet of the regular season, we have Fresno State at UC Davis. The Aggies have a slight shot at the upset since it is at Davis, but I think Fresno State is just too deep compared to UC Davis this year. I would say the Bulldogs are going to win this one by about four. And that is all of the previews for this week. Closing thoughts. Okay, well, you know, I don't have a lot of closing thoughts this week. Everything's sort of transitioning out of the regular season. We're closing that up, and we're going to get on into the uh, postseason. Um, I will say that uh, this spring season really flew on by, you know, but it's been a good one. Uh, Now, I'm working on a college equestrian postseason article that folks will want to uh, uh, look out for. It's going to be really helpful for those of you who maybe don't know a lot about the sport. You're going to find it real helpful where I basically go through and give you a preview so that you can kind of understand how the sport works and all that. Also, the, when the SEC tournament comes up in two weeks, I'm going to be there, and so I'll be working on some special stuff for that as well. And that is all for this episode. I am your host, Auburn Elvis. I'll thank you very much for listening and War Horses. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode on the E2C Network. On your way out, I want to remind you to stop by E2Cnetwork.com. It's your one-stop shop for all our content across our podcast, YouTube channel, and much more. To stay up to date with us, make sure you're following social media accounts such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. While our content here may always be Auburn sports heavy, if it's orange and blue, it's what we do. War Eagle.